Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 30th of March, 2018. It's the real KNC. Ken Laird. Chris Curtis. That's the Battle of the Brainless Five champion, Chris Curtis. Speaking of depressing, do we have the final tallying this pathetic? Uh, <laughs> yes. <brainless>? We have <laughs> a winner. So this, what do we got? Set the dialogue. 52% wow. beats. Good weekend. For the bracket of the brainless so 52 championship. votes to 48 votes. That's nice. Yes. It was more than that. Don't say that. How well, many congratulations, votes? Congratulations, Chris. Thank you very much. Big day. Congrats, Chris. That's you exciting, did. though. You Next month, you lost. 57. I did. Chris. We are a trombone away from Christopher John Curtis being up 3-2. to two I agree. In the battle of the brainless. Oh, Here he comes. Oh, no. Everybody's laughing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Sure. Oh! Oh, man. And a little wardrobe change as well. <laughs> Mike is shirtless and playing the trombone. Here we go. Go Big Red! It was all Curtis in the final. You had a landslide. It was a landslide in that Mutt couldn't even make it to the championship of a tournament he was talking about <laughs> constantly over the last two weeks. Did you see the latest press release? How about this? He tried. I'll give him credit. He, he tried. It was it was painful to kind of watch this dwindle down in interest, and Kirk was right. It, this didn't quite work. Did you think about this bracket at all the last three days? Yes, I was very excited about it. your mind once. Yes, it did once. Once, And okay. you know why? Because I'm not sure. I know which one I'm voting for. I thought it was final, final two. No, we're no, down to the final four. four. I thought it was clear, uh, Clarence Clearwater versus okay. Good Weekend. We're not, we're not Six there to eight, yet. we're going to do the final four. Eight to ten, we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Is that, that a good idea? Because I'm with Kirk on that. This would be Perfect. a good day to can wrap just, it up. Can we just be done with it? Can Let's we get it just get it out of our lives? It was too confusing from the start. Too many things happening at the same time. The polls. Too many right, polls right, gets right, in the way. Right, right, a little no, dirty. No. Exactly. But, uh, hey, it was still a mild upset for me. Good Weekend, I think, was still the chalk. It made the finals, but... That Richard Deitch podcast is so powerful. Pleasure to be here, Richard. Thank you for having me. And set the dialogue went through Kai Gal Car Guy. If you are a car guy or a Kai ga- or a car gal, Mutt DUI. Embarrassing day for me and my family. Can't believe looking back on it now. I did what I did. Handcuffed by my ankle to a bench. Dog bite. Tom Brady has a scar on his quad from being bitten by a dog after practice. So this has been the week so far today. And now tonight. He got bit by a dog. And when you... Uh, say it again, Patio? Okay, I, I misread that story. I apologize. We'll figure this thing out. And, uh, of course, took out a good weekend. It is currently... Twi- uh, Jesus, Mary. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Good weekend. And was it 52-48 in the final? I believe that's what the final result was. People say it in the street. I could set the dialogue for the city. People it- walk around. In the hub. I would say if I died today... Please, I'm begging you. That would be my most memorable line. And there's such a lead-in to it. Not only the breath that you take right before you play it, but also if you go to the full answer, it's like a minute of leading into it. Why do you enjoy doing what you do? I, w- I would say I enjoy doing what I do because I know what I mean to the show I work on. I started ESPN Radio. I produced the V Show. I produced 
for the Jason Smith Overnight Show. I produce for DA, as you mentioned, and I produce now for Dennis and Callahan. The point is, the, the frustrating aspect is that I talk to my parents, I talk to friends and family who are already like, why are you just a producer? Why do you just do that? Well, the reason I am, and the reason I am a producer and the reason I enjoy what I do is because I know the impact I can have on a show. And now that I'm doing morning six to 10 in Boston with DNC, I can set the dialogue for the city. It's incredible how I was functioning at that point. And I still had like two years before I reached the ICU. I mean, I was so obese and full of just gin and, ugh. Go ahead, keep eating it, fat boy. Kirk was aroused when he heard that the first time. I guess that's true. Kirk will be a little upset we started the podcast with that. I think uh, on the Monday, Monday podcast we did a few minutes at the end on, on the ignoramus eight, and that was not received He well. was not happy, so... Let's anyway, maybe the bigger story of the week is that Gary Tangway has been not maybe officially banned, but it appears he's back off the show permanently. I'm pissed at Gary. If it were up to me and me only, Gary would not be part of the show going forward when Jerry and I are in. If we need somebody to fill in, that's fine. We can have Trenny fill in once in a while, or Gary can fill in, or Alex can fill in maybe, or whoever. Anybody but Tomasi, really. That frustrated me, and uh, I'm pissed at Gary. I don't understand why he did it. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think it was witty. Didn't think it was particularly glib. I, I think I don't know what he was thinking, but he was just trying to hurt us, whether it was knowingly or unknowingly, I guess. But that uh, that really frustrated me. We always have the caveat because things change, but I don't see him or Tomasi back anytime soon. I don't see Tangway back in general. You know what's interesting with Gary is that he had this relationship with Kirk where Jerry would have vacation and he and Kirk would do these summer shows and they would be light, funny, relaxed, and... They have a chemistry. Yep. Oh. He was feeling stifled by his bandmates in Chicago. He needed to spread his wings. He needed to go out on his own. Number one with a bullet, Peter Cetera. Glory of love. Oh, Jesus. Three for three, baby. Wow. Wow. Gary really only works just with Kirk. And now that he did this, we're, you know, blatantly trying to get us, you know, into trouble or stir up some controversy. And nobody's heard the sound. We didn't post it. It was dumped at the time. So a lot of people are frustrated. They want to know what Gary said. It was it was sponsor related and we just can't get into it, right? A topic that he knew was going to get us into trouble. It was I do believe dumb. he kind of wants to be just a shit disturber. I believe his excuse. He was just trying to F around and it. It was not well thought out. I, de- I mean, believe me, that's easily to... That's easy. I don't dispute that. <laughs> that is believable. Yes. <laughs> you are smarter than me? Yes. You think faster than I do? The, my, He's not working this in this car- incarnation of it because I don't think he ever really wanted to come back. He kind of acquiesced at Kirk's behest. It didn't click. It never clicked. It's sort of like this bracket of the brainless. It's just, you know, good Although idea. Although he was number one in our ratings, I guess, so, so maybe that's... Maybe it did work to a certain extent. He thinks you suck right now. He's checked out on you. Fine. This job is overrated. You're the one who's begging for it no, for months. No, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, please, no, 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 no. I don't think he was good enough with the guys on a normal basis to rationalize him coming back anyway. And we're left with Mutt, just Kirk and Jerry, and a little bit of Drellick every now and then. Alex, I know that you read title of it from Alvin Drellick. Yeah, and you know what? I thought... Yesterday's show of Just Kirk and Jerry was maybe... It was our best show of the week, oh, that's by for far. sure. And I think it's... When when Just Jerry and Kirk have a topic and are into something, I never sit there and go, I wish we had someone else. I think that that's at times when our show sounds the best. Give me five. And now that show was the first ten minutes Just Kirk, of course. Right. Jerry was fine to let Kirk have his moment. Kirk, you go to a shrink, right? We replayed it at eight. It was so good. There are people uh, who I know who I deal with, I see all the time. I talk to all the time. You know, 35-year-old guys 
who are alcoholics and drug addicts and whose fathers were alcoholics and grandfathers were alcoholics, and they want to drink all the time. They want to drink every day. They choose not to because they want to raise their family and do a job and, 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 and try and live life clean and have their kids be proud of them and do stuff like that. And in Michael Felger's mind, in Michael Felger's mind, that guy or woman, a mom doing the same thing, is soft. So if that guy or woman decides to, instead of getting home after thinking, you know, uh, going to the AA meeting during the day, going in the morning before work, talking to their sponsor during the day, talking to their counselor, thinking about their addiction, instead of going home again, another day of not doing it, in Felger's mind, they'd be less soft if this person, and Marian Maserati, by the way, to those two a-holes as well, if, that, if, if the guy or woman takes that right, the exit before on Route 3, stops in Billerica and has a drink at the bar, like they're now cool again. They're, 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 they're not soft anymore, in Felger's mind. And it was really an interesting discussion. I mean, I'm not trying to, uh, to be a uh, suck-up here. I just think that topic in general, the nature of alcoholism as a genetic predisposition, you know, as an illness, that discussion hits home to a lot of people because everybody can relate to it, and obviously you can more, more so than anybody. I just uh, say use a different word. Affliction's a good word. Illness applies to, to your, your parents. Illness okay, applies. Well, to- okay, that's your choice. I mean, I choose to apply it to both. I've seen both. So, I mean, I, it, right. I mean, yeah, we just. It's semantics. It's a, right, it's a semantical thing. And it's diagnosed according to our medical system in the country as a disease. And I. Do you feel you were born with a pension to become an alcoholic? It's in my family. And I believe that there are people that are genetically predisposed to alcoholism as they may be to skin cancer, as they may be to, you know, my mom's mom had pancreatic cancer. There's things that obviously the actions where my grandmother did nothing to get pancreatic cancer. She wasn't, you know, she didn't do anything dietary or she was this healthy Italian woman who got pancreatic cancer. So I don't view it as the same in terms of all diseases are the same, but I feel like you have genetic predisposition to things. And one of the biggest breakthroughs I had in my recovery was you always have these thoughts of, you know, I want to go back to when I could just have a drink or two. And you always, you have this morning that like, you can't go back to that. You know, I would just love today to go home, have a drink, kick back and relax like I used to. Well, for alcoholics, if you actually think about it, I never drank like that. I never just had a drink. Yeah. So even when I was just starting, you know, people say, you know, you're wrong to just start drinking, right? Because that's your first mistake. It's not a disease. It's not an illness. You chose to drink. Okay. But from when I was 16 or 17, when I started drinking, I was always pushing the limits of how much I could get away with drinking. There was never a point in my life when it was done where I was like, I'm going to have a glass of white wine with dinner and then I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to go to bed. It was always, I'm going to go find, you know, a bottle in the garage or I'm going to go and do that. So I believe that you are innately born. I totally believe that. Like my whole life, I've had some kind of internal governor that I just, I can't, I've rarely been like hammered or over the line. I just, I can't do it. I don't know. Something, this will shock people as boring as I am. It's just like, I'm too, I'm too in the box to let it get away. What do you put on the dog, Tim? You know, it's, it's funny. I'm not a mustard guy. Anyway, it's getting a little serious, but the point is, it hit home for you. You got upset when you heard this, the comments that Maz and Felger made. Kirk did as well, obviously, and that led to our discussion the next day. And those are the kind of things I think that separate our show. That we're, we're willing to talk about those things and you know and uh, and get in, roll the sleeves up, and get into it. You know, a lot of guys are listening to that show and driving home, and a lot of those guys are alcoholics, 
And a lot of those guys are fighting every day. A lot of those guys are driving to AA meetings, I'm sure. And, they're th- and they must be thinking, like, what? What are you saying about me? Like, you know, I don't have a million-dollar job and a wife who I, you know, we do these prop-up interviews and put the kids in there and do all, like, we're actual people working. I am trying to fight this. You know, my dad was, not me, I'm saying this guy, my dad was an alcoholic who beat me up because of it. His dad beat him up. And I'm the guy who said, I'm not going to do this anymore. It stops here. And I'm going to go to meetings and figure it out. And this, this, this dick, these three dicks are calling me soft? Me? Me, Michael Felger, a guy who wears napkins when it's cold outside and his friggin' you are million you dollar are- estate is calling me soft? Tony Maserati, this blob, this moron, this half a dope, and Jim Murray calling me soft? Like, that, that would be, that's unbelievable to me. Yeah, I think so too. And I think, you know, Kirk has a very unique perspective on this. I didn't know about his brothers very well. Um, until we were at uh, his father's funeral. One of Kirk's brothers talked about his dad greeting him after he had finished up rehab. And Anyway, so Kirk's perspective on that time for them and how it hit home seeing that they were called soft, you know, in a way by Felger. I heard Felger say it live. You are soft. You are soft. That's the whole point. That's why you're an addict. Yeah. That hit me in my knees. Like, I heard soft and alcoholics, whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like a visceral reaction. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just, it was a, that show yesterday I thought was great. A couple of the callers, we had the uh, gentleman whose son, we had a gentleman calling who, yeah, who got emotional talking yeah. about his son. And Fortunately, you know, sometimes in life, it's not about people that are weak or soft. It's about having a moment where you may have a weak or soft moment, but doesn't make you a weak or soft person. And, and he unfortunately received some news he couldn't handle, and and he went to escape again, but his body wasn't prepared for that, and he ended up he ended up dying. And I can tell you this much: if Felger for one single second thinks that people that have addiction or problems are soft, what about those that are willing to go out and give everything they got, defend our country, that are willing to ask for help, that realize they have a problem? Is that a person that's soft? Because in my book, it sure is not. And I'd love to see Felger, you know, have him sit in their shoes for a second and see his reaction to how these people, you know, go about their day and the way that they conduct themselves in a fashion that he could never imagine because he's not that type of person. Truly, he's a person that's soft, that thrives off of this attention. To me, the guy's a joke. He always will be. He wants to push, he wants to push the pen to get the reaction. But I'm telling you this much, he's completely off base here. Kurt, you hit the nail on the head. I'm on different sides with you for a lot of things. But I'll tell you, the guy, he, he just, for me, I got no purpose for him. I just hope in turn everybody realizes he's a joke. All right, Tim. I thought the military gentleman who said that he would rather go back to Iraq than go back through right. the recovery. I mean, those were some powerful things. I drank for 12 years, uh, fully functional, held all my jobs. Uh, I was also in the public service, helping Elkies and drug addicts on the streets. And after 12 years... And uh, getting really, really sick, I had to make the choice of either keep doing this or uh, just let it all hang, let it all loose. And uh, that choice took a lot of balls to go to detox. I did it two times. And anyways, the, the sickness that I felt towards the end was so bad that I would rather go back to Iraq any any day than ever uh, go through that again. And um, yeah, I know, I, I know, I got balls. We also had the very powerful Sour Shoes 
call in unexpectedly later in the show. Uh, maybe it hit home for him. I don't know. He's the guy's a genius. He's a he's a mad scientist. Uh, I saw you over there talking to him. It was it was very confusing how the whole thing came about. Actually, so we have a couple people every day who call with unknown numbers and just literally just hate me personally hate Jerry or Kirk, and they just say vile things, and then they hang up. About two, three times a show, the same guy or guys do that, and whatever. So, that being the, the background here, so we're getting unknown numbers. Initially, I get a phone call, and it's this guy going, it's the I-Man, get me on the fucking radio. <laughs> well, I can get emotional about that, so it's okay. It's like, okay, um, who is this? And he's like, then he gets into, Artie Lang, <laughs> and I'm like, I said, is this Sour Shoes? Like, and he kept going with Artie, and I go, okay, it's got to be him. He wasn't going to tell me yes or no, but I said, it's worth a shot because it's either the greatest Sour Shoes impersonation I've ever heard or it's Sour Shoes. So I popped him on with the possibly Sour Shoes, which, of course, Jerry and Kirk were immediately skeptical of. Oh, man. But it was absolutely one of my top radio moments ever, having him call into the show. I see this call. Is this possibly true? This would be one of the great joys of my life. If this me is too. True. Me I mean, too. I mean, this is this. If if you let me down here, Chris, I'm going to be really Curtis. Upset. Talk to us. Let's, this is this legit? He keeps doing impersonations. No, it's he here. Talk. Okay, just here. tell us. Do you Let's think hear. this could possibly be the one and only sour? Show? The greatest caller in the history of radio. I think the most talented, be. naturally talented human being I, I have ever a heard. Genius. A genius. So let's hear it. Go ahead. All right. Let's talk to possibly sour shoes. Hey, hey sour. Why does George Gay like watching baseball games? <laughs> because he gets to see some balls. <laughs> oh, my. You have I'd to love to put my head between your, oh, my, pillows. <laughs> Wait, is this, uh, this I, is I, I, George Decay. Are we talking, uh, I thought we were talking to Artie Lang. I'm confused. We said Artie you Lang. Know, hey, uh, <laughs> What, what what when does royalty watch a baseball game? <laughs> yes! During the night. Uh, <laughs> That's a my life. There. Pretty good job there, Audie. Uh, Mike and Amanda, oh. we're back doing a live uh, special <laughs> opening day show. That was great. Uh, Kirk, of course, has his uh, voices of his own. We brought a little Billy Bob Ordway back talking baseball this morning. I like that. Every oh. time we can th- drop that in. That's great. Load him up. A tough name. Blast. By the way, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm with you. That line, that line going to mash. They're going to drive those pictures back. Instead of coming out in the seventh, they'll come back in the fifth. Now, what happens now is the weakened bullpens become more exposed as the season goes on. Sanchez? Judge? They're going to wear you out. They're gonna this put is going to some... be a little bit different for them. They're going to they... wear uh, we also had a new feature on the show. Thursday, we did a Chad Finn or Sarah Underwood contest. So great. Finn is Felgi's biggest fan, and Underwood is Felgi's wife. Right. Got yes. It. One of them sleeps with Felger. The other one tapes it while it's happening. <laughs> Go ahead. Felger is a doting dad. That could be the one. <laughs> Finn or Sarah? I'm going to say Finn. Finn. I'll say Sarah. Jerry oh, right, yes. nailed it. <laughs> Damn it. Well, she is the one that had the baby alone. That's, that's I, good. good. I've got a tough one. No. Belger is naturally hot. Oh, that that's Finn. Tough. That's Finn. definitely Finn. That's I'm with definitely you. Finn. Has to be. Oh, you guys close. It was actually Sarah. But there's no proof that Finn never but there's no proof Finn never said Within that. this story. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to be clear here. And you had to read the quotes for those. Today we did a little we pushed the envelope a little bit here internally. Look out. But we did a little Sister Jean or Joe Castiglione, which was... This was tough. Let's get to it. This is the first cut. I'm trying to keep myself calm, but I know that I'm not. Stop that's, right there. That's, that's, can I guess first? 
That's Castiglione opening day jitters. I has agree. to be. I has agree. to be. That's Castiglione, correct? Thank you. It is? No, is it? Who is it? Sister Jean. Damn, Jesus Christ. And we're in the All hole respect, already. We're in the hole. Fine. You thought so? Definitely Sister did Jean. Did you yes. know that? Yes. I said I didn't you know did? that. You did? Right, yes. Go ahead. Suck. Go ahead. I've never seen anything like this at the end of a career. Ooh. Are easy, kid. Hold on, hold on. Easy. Can, you, can you play it again? <laughs> can you slow it down? Let me hear one more time. I've never seen anything like this at the end of a career. I, I, I'm going to guess. Easy. I'm going to guess. I'm just going to say it. Sister G. I'm with you. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Close. Was what it is Joe? It? Joe Castiglione. Of course yeah. it is. You guys didn't know that was Joe? Yeah, I had a hard time with both. I mean, I know you've cooked dogs with them before, so <laughs> you have a little bit of an edge with the Castig sound. Is it stadium mustard? You know, what is it? <laughs> Tim, Memorial Day Monday, David Price is pitching. I'm listening to you guys, of course, and I've decided tonight I'm getting the grill out. Well, that is a great idea. Pitch is fouled off. We will not have the grill in, uh, on the south side of Chicago. I know what you'll be cooking up, though. I think so. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a triple header for Mutt next week, right? With the Wednesday vacation. through Friday next week. So wow. We have um, Mutt and Kirk. Wednesday, Thursday. Throw strikes. Well, those Friday, Kirk is going to be calling in from Augusta. <laughs> Ooh, excellent, yes. Checking in. And Monday, we get to hear some of the sound from the Harry Minahan Wrestling Podcast, which will be taped later today. Ooh. So looking forward to that. Yeah, right. Big stuff. And Jason Rossi is going to be in here as well. It's yeah. actually going to be Jason and Harry. and Mutt's- Wrestling Roundtable. <laughs> hey, it's Jason Rossi. First off, thanks for clicking play on this. I am a huge Huge, passionate wrestling fan. And sometimes that bleeds onto the air here on WEEI with Dale and Keith. They're also both huge wrestling fans. We talk about that stuff on the air sometimes and a lot of time off the air. I want to bring more wrestling content to you here at WEEI. So by clicking play on this, I really appreciate that. All right. Good week, Curtis. But I guess uh, more appropriately, we got to set the dialogue for the weekend. Right. And uh, take us home, will you? I know the impact I can have on a show. And now that I'm doing morning 6 to 10 in Boston... With DNC, I can set the dialogue for the city. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.